1: we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall Famer, the General, Sean
0: McClain.
1: Welcome, welcome
0: to Utopia. All right, let's get to the mailbag. A few questions. Let's rapid fire some mailbag questions here. Uh, appreciate everybody sending them in. Mailbag at gmail.com. Who is your dark horse pick for most improved for the 2024 season? Uh, this is from Aaron and Cali, by the way, Aaron in California. Uh, I'm going out on a limb to say it's John Mechie. Got his first full year under his belt. Bit underwhelming, but he showed undeniable talent in college, and then had his obvious health setback. Now to help the healthy offseason, I hope he starts to put it together and come out a completely new player next year after the experience he just gained. There's a lot of candidates for this for most improved. Um, I would say I I'm, I have my doubts about Mechie. Um, I just, I'm very skeptical about, about Mechie, right? He had such a hard time getting open last year. I, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what the lag time is. If you suffer from leukemia, go through treatment. The fact that he was on an NFL field last season was incredible. So I feel like a horrible person, even nitpicking the whole John Mechie thing. Um, I'm going to tell you the ones who I, I, who I think they need to be, uh, Jalen Petrie needs to be one of them. Jalen Petrie needs to capture some of the form that this team envisions him having, I thought he had a decent rookie year and I thought he had a very down sophomore year. So hopefully Jalen Petrie is, is one of those players. Um, Juice Scruggs who had some good moments this past year. uh, I think would, would be, would be a nice one. Although I thought juice was doing well at the end of the year. I'll tell you the big one that if it happened would be huge, would be Kenyon green. If he comes back from his injuries and he, uh, he's able to uh, capture at least some semblance of the form the team thought he was going to have when they drafted him 15th overall. So I'm just spitballing. I'm just going, these are off the top of my head that I'm doing these right now. Mechie's a good one. Petrie's a good one. A couple of guys on the offensive line are good. Um, And, uh, and so I would say of all those, I'll go Jalen Petrie. Now I went out on a limb and put Petrie in the pro bowl last year. All I'm doing now is saying most improved Texan, but Petrie it's year three, man. Don't make me look like an idiot. All right. I do enough of that myself. All right. Next one here, David Martinez. My quick question to y'all is where do you rank the Texans offseason priority needs without factoring in money? What are their biggest needs? Just strictly position needs in my, in my scenario, he lists a few of them here. I think the biggest ones are on the defensive line especially given the, the the potential attrition on the defensive line. You know, Sheldon Rankins is a free agent. Jonathan Grenard's a free agent. Derek Barnett was really good for them last year. He's a free agent. So I think defensive line is huge. Um, I think that uh, cornerback is a big one, a big one, an underrated one, especially if they don't bring Steven Nelson back. My God, cornerback is a huge one. And then I think offensively is running back. They're, they're not going to make huge moves on the offensive line, maybe even if they should. Pretend contracts didn't exist. They probably would have looked to swap a few of these guys out, but they're just committed to all these guys. And then I think wide receiver depth. Depth wide. I don't think they need to go get Mike Evans. That was going to be a topic on the podcast today. Maybe we'll save that for Thursday. But um, I don't think they need to get Mike Evans. No, if they got Mike Evans. It would be badass. But um, I think depth at wide receiver. I think the running back room from beginning to end, and then I think defensively, defensive line and cornerback; those are the big ones for me. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the email, David. This is from Drew. If the top of the free agent wide free agent wide receiver class is tag slash off the market, i.e., Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman Jr., who would you like to see the Texans sign? I think there's a few names. I know the midday show on Sports Radio 610 is huge on Gabe Davis right now from Buffalo. That's fine. I don't know what he's going to cost. I would say the ones that intrigue me, just looking through the list of free agents. Tyler Boyd is one that intrigues me from Cincinnati. He's been the third wheel in Cincinnati. I think he's a good player. Even if he did drop a touchdown pass that likely would have beat the Texans this year. But Tyler Boyd, Curtis Samuel from Washington, um, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. These are all guys I think would compliment Nico Collins and Tank Dell really, really well and wouldn't break the bank for those guys. So those are a few names for me in, in that realm. Um, a couple more here, three more. Jerry says, Sean, I know you and your wife have traveled to most of the United States and several NFL stadiums. Which of the Texans road trips next season? Would you make a priority to go to? I love questions like this. I wouldn't prioritize any of the three division games because you can go to those any year, any year. Plus it's Indianapolis, Nashville, and Jacksonville, which are fine cities, but they're not must go to destinations. I'm sure people from those cities will listen and DM me and tell me what an ass I am. Um, Of the six games that are non-division games, I think one of the things you need to keep in mind is the Texans might have a London game next year. Between Minnesota and Jacksonville, both those teams host London games. So you got to keep that in mind. I think Dallas is, you know, that's an easy one. You drive up 45. That could be a Thanksgiving Day game. And then Kansas City could be the season opener. That the Chiefs play and where the Super Bowl winner plays. Of all the ones, though, just based purely on the venue and going to the venue and the city, I would say Green Bay. Uh, I've been to Green Bay a couple of years ago. It's amazing, and the colder the better. If they play, they play in November. If you're rooting to go to Green Bay this year, root for November's the sweet spot. December might be a little too cold, but November. And then I would say Kansas City is amazing. I went to Kansas City. Uh, a couple of years ago for the bye week when they play Buffalo. It's incredible. Those would be probably the two that I would prioritize. You know, the Jets is a trip to New York more than anything else, more than a trip to the, the stadium. But Kansas City and Green Bay are incredible stadium experiences. All right, Matthew Kusecki is back. Appreciate you, Matthew. Says uh, He says, uh, what is one non-obvious player do you think could realistically become a Texan next year that you think could make an enormous impact? Example, trade for a guy like Jonathan Allen sign Brian Burns, trade up for Malik Neighbors or Brock Bowers, and he's Stefan Diggs, Bobby Wagner, Khalil Mack, all caps. Um, I would say, you know, the, the ones that intrigue me the most, because uh, I don't know that they're trading for expensive veterans like Stefan Diggs, and I don't know the D- personality they're looking to bring into the building. Um, Khalil Mack is an interesting one, but I we have to see if Harbaugh is looking to – You know, what are they doing in in L.A.? Does he feel they can win right away? They've got a quarterback there. I like the ones for uh, I like the draft ones. I think the one thing we've learned with Nick Casario is based on the Will Anderson trade is he's not afraid to make big moves in the draft. And so, you know, they're picking 23rd. They're not picking 12th like they were last year with that second first round pick. So moving up into a territory where you're getting some of the names you're talking about here, Matthew, is is may, may prove to be difficult but it would be cool like if a guy like Brock Bowers who's from Georgia the tight end who's incredible uh easily the best tight end in this draft and to if, let's face it probably a top seven or eight pick but if he started to slip a little bit if Nick wanted to you know do a little magic and move up and get him and really fill a position of need now by then we might know by then we will know if Dalton Schultz is a Houston Texan so maybe that impacts that that would be what I'd like to see like a big move in the draft to get somebody Malik neighbors is another good one. I just don't think they're going to move up for a wide receiver like that because it's a deep draft of wide receivers. Um, I, they're more likely to sit tight in the third round and use that. I think they have Philly's third round pick and use that to draft one of the many wide receivers. Last one, Chris Reyes says Texans new unis. Any thoughts? What are you hoping to see H town blue? Are you on board? Like me? I just want to see something fresh and unique, meaning something I want to buy. And then says, um, not a big fan of the old unis love the show from Chris. Um, I'm anxious to see the new unis. We're going to see them at the draft this year. I know they're going to have some H town blue in them. Um, drew Doherty is a better person to hit up on this. I know he's mentioned some things about the uniforms on drew Doherty of Texans TV. Um, he's in the building over there. I've had a chance to see some of the mock-ups of the unis at some of the fan council meetings that the team has had. I'm one of the media members on the Texans fan council. So I've had a chance to see them. Um, I don't know how drastically, drastically different they're going to look from from the current uniforms. Um, they'll look different, um, but I don't know how drastically different to the extent where you don't like the current uniforms that you're going to all of a sudden love these new uniforms. Like It's not a wholesale, like swapping everything out. I mean, they're keeping the logo, the Texans logo, certainly as part of the uniform. Um, I, mean, I don't know how deep I can dive on all that. I don't want to step on the team, so... Uh, I'll just say I'm looking forward to the seeing the uniforms like the rest of you are. I think from what I've seen, and I haven't seen anything final, but from the stuff I got to see at the fan council, they've got some really good ideas. Um, so it's cool. And I think heading into this new era, too, I think it's the perfect time uh, to, uh, to do that. I think it's going to be one of those, you know, get one of these many things that's going to add some juice to this offseason coming up in Texas. How powerful is Cox Internet?